Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. Welcome to this week's Practical Magic. This week, I want to talk to you guys about burnout and noticing when it's happening, what's going on and what we can do about it and how we can bring in some glorious self-care to make sure that we're looking after ourselves. So burnout is something, it's a subject that's really close to my heart. It's something that has gone on for me for me for a long time. It's something that's happened in my family for a long time. It's had some pretty devastating effects. And burnout is a term that we hear a lot these days. Like we're more aware of it than ever before. We're more aware of the damaging effects of stress in our lives. But are we really aware when burnout is happening? Or are you more aware of it once it's happened and you are in the throes of burnout? So let's talk about it. What is it? What is burnout? So burnout in itself is a state of emotional, mental and physical exhaustion, effectively. And it's exhaustion that's caused by long term, excessive and prolonged periods of stress. And it tends to be in a particular area of our lives, i.e., You've been working incredibly hard on a project, you've been working particularly hard in your job or there's something going on in your life which has caused a prolonged period of you being on all the time. And what happens over that period of time is that you start feeling overwhelmed by everything, you feel emotionally drained and and particularly unable to keep up with the constant demands maybe of your job or your family or your project whatever it is and that builds up to ongoing stress and as this stress continues you begin to lose the interest in and motivation in what led you to take on that project in the first instance or a role that you took on in your job. I mean, you remember, you know, when you start take on a job for the first time, you get so excited about it and the possibilities and what you're going to be able to create. And then after a period of time, fatigue sets in. You start bitching about everybody at work. The project just seems like it's never going to end. Or, you know, you, you set out to do something particular. Like I think about, I, I am very much from an event space. You know, I get really excited about putting an event on. And then I add on so many things on top of it that after a while, you just feel like it's all going to go horribly wrong. And this may be around particular bursts of energy or it might have been happening over a period of time. Like I say, I work a lot in events and the lead up to it is is so consuming. And then when it's all done and your adrenaline goes back to maybe normal levels, it's like that rocket that has taken off. You know, the, the, the flames are bursting and trailing from the bottom of that jet. And then when it's time for the rocket to glide then it just feels like "Mm, am I gliding a bit too much is this where I want to be is this what I want to be doing it feels like that initial excitement's faded or it could be that you've had such a period of prolonged stress over a long period of time that you've just 
reached a point where you just can't be bothered with anything anymore like that proverbial elastic band has been stretched so far that it just breaks and rather than it breaking in a spectacular fashion you just like just can't be bothered with this just don't want to do it anymore and it's not always easy to know when you're in burnout because it has so many symptoms of exhaustion that go along with it but what happens is that over a period of time in the same way that a long period of stress symptomizes itself that your levels of stress your levels of burnout your levels of exhaustion just become your new normal like you can't remember a time when you didn't feel like this i know this is something that's particularly relevant for me and something i've got constantly work on because my general pattern is i work myself so hard and until I break or until I hit that point where I just can't be bothered anymore and even though I'm in the middle of something like I am right now you just suddenly feel like well maybe I could just nah just don't want to do it or you just feel like it's all going to go wrong so what's the point and I really recognize this because in the back of in your soul there's kind of like this excitement still this motivation to want to do what you're doing because you know it's really important but you're just exhausted and I know this is and this is something I deal with I know this is something that my clients deal with a lot because for too long I've glorified busy it's a direct result of feeling that need to feel a sense of self-worth i.e that my values has a direct correlation to my output so the more that I do the more I feel that I'm worth something or the more that I do the more that I'm seen to carry around then it's like wearing some badge of honor but I'm really cautious of it now I'm really conscious of it because rather than when people say to me oh you look busy rather me going oh yeah big pat on the back that's me I'm busy look at me I kind of go hmm that means that I'm giving off something that is really not, it's detrimental to me. And so it happens across the board. It For me, it happens for work. I'm obsessed with my job. I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do, but I can get absolutely obsessed with it. For other people, it might be, you know, if you're a parent and you're consumed by everything that comes along with that, or it might be that you're working for somebody else and it's in your career. But you get to a point where you're just operating like a zombie, like getting up each day, going through the motions, but feeling like you're on a treadmill that's going nowhere. You're unable to concentrate, you're losing focus, you're not able to enjoy that thing, that project that once had you so full of enthusiasm. And that's just gone. And you want to sleep. You keep going, keep telling yourself, when this is over, then I can relax. I'll be able to relax when I go on holiday. But all the while, your mental, emotional and physical health is deteriorating. You're getting more tired, more irritable, less able to concentrate. You're making mistakes. You're not eating properly or sleeping properly. You're losing your shit at the most basic of things, catastrophizing, waking up dreading the day, and it goes on and on and on because you've drained the cup we've drained the cup the battery's on red and it doesn't matter that if you go on holiday you're going to top it up to amber but as soon as you get back you're going to straight back to red again 
this is burnout sneaking its way into our lives. And so when we step or when we stop, that's when the crash happens. And it's seriously hard to get back up from that. And over the time, this can lead to really serious consequences on emotional, physical and mental health. So the long term effect on this will be the wear and tear of the body because we're in constant fight or flight mode. So when you're in that I can't be bothered, it means that you your adrenals have got into fatigue state. And this leads to all kinds of symptoms. So it can lead to fatigue, irritability, body aches, either low or blood high blood pressure, a change in your appetite, you could either lose weight or gain weight, body hair could change, like everything's changing around you. You might notice that you're getting more coughs and colds, for example or bugs as your immune system's getting affected. And there's so many more impacts and long-term health detriments of stress and burnout on the body, which I won't go into, but we know so much about heart disease and diabetes and all kinds of things. You know, I know from my own personal experience of losing my mother, this has serious consequences. But burnout, burnout is sneaky because it tends to creep up on you and you may not even be aware it's happening. So let's look out for the signs. Let's look out for what you need to look out for and let's listen out for it. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to explain a list of around 20 symptoms or so. Grab a pen, grab a paper and then just tick against the numbers. If you've got, if you're experiencing two or more, then you may be on your way to burnout. If you're experiencing more than that, it may that you be that you are already in burnout. And it was really quite daunting when I wrote out this list because hmm, I think I ticked pretty much every single one of them. So here goes, right? Number one, you're finding it difficult to concentrate or focus on a task. Number two, things are overwhelming or there's ongoing negative feelings towards what you're trying to do or you have a sense of hopelessness that nothing's going to work out. Number three, there's feelings of stagnation that nothing you're doing is making a positive impact or that you're lacking creativity. Number four, apathy. You just generally can't be bothered with much in your life so that may show up in apathy towards your work. You just can't be bothered with it anymore. Your home things around you are untidy or messy or you can't be bothered to get the chores done cooking you can't be bothered to make nice meals for yourself or think ahead you just grab for the first thing that's there there's no motivation towards anything like that at all number five you just can't be bothered with your own self-care so whether that's eating exercise sleep healthy habits everything goes out of the window number six you put everybody's needs ahead of your own and you're neglecting yourself. So because you're on this constant overwhelm of being busy, everybody else gets your attention. You don't. Number seven, feeling that whatever you're doing is not enough, however hard you try. Number eight, wondering why you're doing it at all. Even though when you started out, it was the most important thing in the world to you. This could be a sign that burnout is affecting your personal values and your belief system. Number nine, even the smallest of worries holds significant weight. You feel as though everything is on top of you. 
Number 10, irritability and short temper. Somebody could say one thing to you, you go off the rails. Number 11, there's constant tiredness and exhaustion. This could be an interrupt in your sleep patterns so that you're not getting enough sleep or you're oversleeping or you're feeling tired in the day but wired at night or however much sleep you're getting is just not enough. Number 12, not feeling like you can effectively complete any task. So those plates are constantly spinning and every task that you seem to be carrying out, you seem to do ineffectively. Like it's having too many tabs open on the brain. You go to start one thing, you go and start something else. Like there's lots of things up in the air that are never ending to-do list. In fact, you keep adding to it, but you dread it at the same time. Number 13, feeling really bored, demotivated or feeling detached from people and things that generally you care about, things that you would have got excited about just don't seem to feel exciting anymore. Number 14, you're feeling cynical. You're maybe detached from the project that you or the thing that you're working on or you're constantly bitching and moaning about the people that you work with. It's usually a good indicator that you're burning out. 15, constantly feeling that you just need to push through. When I just get this thing done, then everything will be okay. When I'm at the end of this project, then I can relax. When we go on that holiday, then we'll be okay. But as we know, what happens when you go on that holiday, you tend to get really ill. So number 16, you're highly susceptible to coughs and colds or pressure-like headaches. This is an indication that your immune system has got low. Number 17, you forget to eat, you lose your appetite or you're constantly reaching for sugary or high starch foods or whatever you do to eat. Maybe you eat and you've forgotten you're eating whilst you're even doing it. I know this is one for me. Or you're eating and you're looking at a million other things that you're doing at the same time. 18 is denial. Denial that any of this is happening. So having that stiff upper lip, that it'll all be all right in the end, that it will work out, that there's nothing wrong at all. Yeah, we can all go for that one, right? 19, suffering symptoms of adrenal fatigue. So what happens when we're in the constant fight or flight is that our adrenals are overworking, that the cortisol is running through our body. So the the adrenals are working too hard, they're pumping out too much, so they go into fatigue. Now this is a really interesting one if you want to test this out because there is no particular blood test for adrenal fatigue. But you can do something as simple as doing a test with your pupils and your irises on your eyes. So if you shine a torch, you can, you can do this in the mirror, if you shine a torch into your eyes, normally what happens is that the pupil contracts and expands so more uh, less light your pupil will expand less more light than it contracts so if you put a torch over your eye your pupil should if it you know work functioning normally should go smaller now if you are looking in the mirror and you're holding a torch into your eye into your iris you will be able to see that the pupil should should if you're in normal function, stay still. 
But if you're suffering from adrenal fatigue, you may notice that it it starts pulsating. So the pupil, the dark bit of your eye just starts pulsating, gets larger, smaller, larger, smaller, almost like waves. This will be an indication that you're suffering from adrenal fatigue. If that is the case, then go and get some medical support with that. The other thing, number 20 around this, is noticing in the body what's going on from a gut point of view. So the adrenals and all to do with stress and burnout will have an impact on our gut health. So if you're having challenges with IBS, if you've got things like piles, sorry to talk about it, it's not nice. But if you're noticing fluctuations in your bowel habits, that will be a key indicator that burnout is happening for you. So there's 20 things. How did you score? Did you get less than two? If you did, looks like you might be okay. If there's more than two, you could be on the road to burnout. So what do we do about it? How can we start doing something about the symptoms of burning out or when we're there? Well, this all comes down, my friends, to wonderful self-care and taking some practical actions which put us and our self-care front and centre, starting to fill up that tank, putting that energy reserve back in. So how do we do that? I'm going to share some things with you here, see what affects with you, see what resonates with you and start taking some action on it. So one, start working out where your source of burnout is. If this is work-related, look at the source of the challenges, not the symptoms, i.e. we can all have a a vast workload. But what is the source of that workload? Is it that you've got an unrealistic um, deadline? Is it that there is literally is too much for you to do for your job? Is it that you're putting the pressure on yourself? What is causing that pressure? If it's at home, gain awareness again are you doing everything or does it feel like you're doing everything and not getting enough support there are no prizes for superheroes around this so use your voice if you are taking on every single thing because you feel like you're the only person that's going to get it done or you're the only person that's going to get it done properly take the superhero cape off you don't need to do this you can ask for support if you don't feel that you're getting it around you tell people what you need them to do they are not mind readers however much we hope wish they were however much that we wish that they could take notice that they're not doing what we are expecting them to do they don't know sometimes so be clear be consistent and put some stuff down if it doesn't all go in the way that you expect it to like what is the worst that's going to happen you know, the house doesn't get cleaned in the way that you expect it to. Well, tell somebody how you expect it to be done and give them the opportunity to do that for you. Set clear boundaries, whether this is your working hours, your cutoff times. If, if you work for yourself like I do, I know that this is something that I've got to get so much better on. So rather than work going into seven, eight, nine o'clock in the evening, having a cutoff time and saying down pen down laptop I'm going to go for a walk around the block and then I'm going to come back into my house then that's my relaxation time that's my off time if this is with work and you are in one of those environments where everybody's working late around you it is okay for you to have a cut off time communicate it 
make sure that you communicate what you will and you won't do and what you're available for and what you're not available for, i.e. if somebody's emailing you at eight o'clock on a Sunday evening to talk about work, then it's not acceptable for that to happen and hold fast on it. Contextualize and gain perspective of what's going on for you. So I used to have this mantra when I worked in Adland, which was, we're not saving lives here. So stress and burnout will have you feeling as though what you're doing is the most important thing in the world and that what you're doing is the key pivotal thing and if you don't do it, then it's all going to go horribly wrong. Well, in some cases, that might be the case, but quite often it's not okay. So it's good to take a step to the side of taking yourself out physically, mentally, spiritually, take yourself out of what you're doing, even if it's for a couple of minutes and gaining a different perspective, take a step to the side and adopt a neutral perspective. This just helps you take the heat out of what you're doing. And you can do this. Like we get so wrapped up in the moment, we get so caught up in it that we realize that we think that it is the be all and end all it's not. Take a step out to the side, shake it off, gain a neutral perspective, i.e. I'm just going to have a look at this and gain some knowledge from what's going on here and take a look in. It Then you can get some more creative and sustainable ways and empowering ways about how you might be able to help and support yourself or the project. Reconnect to your why, i.e. in the doing we get so lost in the detail this is related to what I was just talking about earlier about gaining perspective we get so lost in the detail of being on that it's like we've got the blinkers on we can't see the impact that we're having connected to the reason that we did it in the first place so reconnect to your why why you got involved in this what was so important about it who you're here to support including yourself in that i.e. I was here that this was going to be the challenge that I needed to help me to be acts of service for this group of people over here and in return that was going to give me a sense of fulfillment, of contentment, of feeling that I have learned something and I could be creative. Connect to your why, reconnect to it. If that's no longer serving you then you have to get really real about whether this place or this project is serving you at all. Because if you're not serving yourself, you can't serve the people that you're there to support. Reconnect to your why and then reach out and ask for support. Ask for what you need. Again, going back to if you're taking on too much and people aren't doing what you want them to do, you have to communicate with them. You have to ask what they need. You have to get specific about it. I know particularly when I'm in a really busy phase of doing things that I have to be really clear with my partner about how he can help support me because he's not inside my brain. He doesn't know what kind of food I need to eat. He doesn't know the kinds of things that are going to restore and refresh me. Why would I put that much pressure on somebody? So ask for what you need. Find and get a group of people, your support system, who will help you to do something else. So talk about something else. Go out and do, have some fun time. Schedule some 
drinks schedule going and playing get out you know just go and do something else that doesn't involve your work or that thing that you're stuck in that is causing you the burnout in the first place schedule some fun schedule some downtime get out in nature get grounded nature will take your bs out of everything that you do go and talk to those bees go and talk to those flowers they will just be like hey we're just here we rock up every year what you're doing you crazy human being (laughs) schedule some regular downtime some time for fun and relaxation even if it's just something as simple as reading a magazine that you love to read you know if you get a subscription is actually going and scheduling some time to go and read psychologies or in the moment or whatever it is or a fiction book something that's going to give your brain and your body a rest not something to do with work not something to do with your family not thinking about writing a blog but doing something else and then finally book in things to look forward to for example you could book yourself a weekend of bliss and self-care I know of one that's coming up on the Isle of Wight at the end in in June that would be possibly good for you but make sure you've got things that you've got to look forward to so that even in those times of burnout you know that there are those things that are going to help support you that are going to help sustain you this is not about when they come along because again you'll get to them and you'll be really too ill to deal with them but make sure there are consistent things even if it's at weekends or in the evenings that you can always have to look forward to so I hope that's been really helpful for you it's been really helpful for me actually because I've really noticed myself over the last couple of days being in knowing that I've got a lot to do but just feeling a sense of I just want to watch tv and do nothing so I know I know that I'm heading in a burnout and I'm going to do something about it. What you can do about it is you can come and join me for the awakening, which is taking place on the 8th and 9th of June. If you've listened to the podcast before, you will hear me talking about it. You will hear the guests who are going to be coming along. You can go back and listen to some of the podcasts with some of the people and experts are going to be at the awakening, including Jessica Huey, MBE, the wonderful Sarah Powell, talking about self-celebration. We've got incredible Claire Breaker talking about how to adore your menstrual cycle so much good stuff do come and join us it's a whole weekend of self-care and well-being there's workshops there's talks there's napping tent there's holistic therapies there's reiki there's massage there's tai chi it just the list goes on in terms of everything that you can do and the reason that i put this on well is exactly for all of this because i recognize that we're busy people we're overwhelmed and there's a lot of burnout and stress going on there's a lot of sickness and I want to help support you with that guys so do come and join me for that weekend head on over to awakeningfestival.co.uk and you can find out more about tickets and all things going on the lineup is now complete it's going to be absolutely stunning so thank you for joining me this week i do hope you found this useful if you have please do leave me a little review over on itunes that would be fabulous or even if you just want to drop into my inbox and tell me how much you love it you can reach me at kate at katetaylor.co or you can drop me a line which i know a lot of you do over on instagram i am kate taylor 
creative living. It's been marvellous sharing the airwaves with you today. Until next week, make sure you fill up on that gorgeous self-care and let's tackle burnout. Sending you all the happy vibes in the world.